Goodbye now. It's over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is The Wrap on The Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's This week we asked, is there such thing as free speech for elected officials? And should you pay your parking ticket on a private lot? Joining us today is our regular rap panel. Leah Halib is a TV reporter and radio host. Sarah Daniels is a real estate agent in South Surrey, author and broadcaster. Welcome, ladies. Happy Hola. Super Bowl weekend. Happy Super oh, yeah, Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I work weekends. What do I know? Exactly. Hey, <laughs> thank you for starting a half an hour earlier today. Pierre Pauliev is joining us uh, at 5.30, so I appreciate you both uh, making time for us. Uh, and <laughs> I really appreciate Sarah yeah, jumping in and already saying something that I'm going <laughs> to regret. And so. I've been, I've been practicing button. holding my tongue all day. I've been thank practicing. going to be a good girl. There good you girl. go. We have the mute button. There you go. All right. Well, this week, uh, BC Premier David Eby uh, wasn't too happy with Selena Robinson. Uh, in fact, Ms. Robinson, uh, who resigned as post-secondary education minister uh, over recent comments on, on the Mideast, has, we've learned today, received a death threat. Uh, Premier Eby called the action inexcusable in a statement posted on the social media platform X. Now, Selena Robinson, who was a post-secondary education minister, stepped down from cabinet on Monday after facing growing criticism over her comments comments which critics called racist and Islamophobic. Take a listen. They don't understand that it was a crappy piece of land with nothing on it. it you know, there were, you know, several hundred thousand people. But other than that, it didn't produce an economy. It didn't have, it couldn't grow things. Now, that was the minister speaking uh, on a Zoom call with the Badai Brith Association. Uh, and it was a conversation, uh, Ms. Robinson said, where she was referring to uh, the lack of natural resources uh, in that part of the world. Uh, she did not obviously mean t- for it to be insensitive. But let me go to you, Leah, first and foremost. Do you think she should have st- stepped down or uh, the fact that the, the premier wanted her to step down? Do you think it was the right thing? You know, I think it was a little harsh. Like, I don't think she should have had to step down. Definitely she should have apologized because I don't think, I think when she said it after, then she realized maybe I shouldn't have said that, which she shouldn't have. You know, it wasn't a very nice thing to say. But should she have stepped down? I think that's a little extreme. I think she could have stayed. I think, you know, she was doing a pretty good job um, for what she was doing anyway. And apparently she's supposed to be very nice. So I don't know. I think it was a little extreme. Maybe she could have just apologized and that would have been it. I mean, now everybody's getting canceled nowadays right so i'm not surprised by it but you know i think it was just a little extreme i think though as a politician you do have to be careful of what you say mm-hmm. i think you have to walk a fine line i mean you're a former politician right yeah, so mm-hmm. you know you have to be careful of what you give your opinions on right so sarah your thoughts check. your thoughts on this i mean we always say politicians aren't open they're not speaking uh, in in a transparent manner we're always complaining about about them and then so here's a politician who uh, speaking to the Benai Brith Association their members in a Zoom call very passionate she is of the Jewish faith and the, the country was uh, attacked there was a terrorist attack on that country um, shouldn't she be allowed to speak in a thoughtful uh, transparent manner perhaps the language may have been inelegant yes I, I would agree with that but she, mm-hmm. but we all but no one thinks she's a racist no one thinks she no, hates no. Muslims and, but and she gave it up is- Jazz and, and this is why this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> it, it, it comes right down to was it inelegant? Absolutely. But if you ask anybody across the political set, uh, spectrum behind the scenes as well, they will tell you that she is very well liked and and well respected on both sides of the aisle, like throughout the political caucuses mm-hmm. in British Columbia. So you've got that. 
she's also the highest profile Jewish member that was in like part of the NDP uh, cabinet, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, was was it inelegant? Of course it was, and she knows that. And what do I think that she has a racist bone in her body? Absolutely not. There's no reason to believe that. Um, you know, I'm I'm sure that she wishes that she could take back the wording of that sentence in particular. Having said that, I think we all wish we could take back sentences. Now, here's the thing is, if you're in, you know, like if you're, if it seems these days that if you are one of those people that is a good person trying to do their best, like I'm presuming Selena Robinson is, everything that I've heard about her has been very kind and lovely. I haven't heard nasty things about Selena Robinson. That you're going to be the person that pays the price because if you're on the extremes, guess what? You've managed to like monetize and polarize your base. So you can mm-hmm. say whatever you want. So this is why when I hear commercials airing federally now that say, oh, my goodness, how did we get to be so divided? I'm shocked that this country is so divided while well, I'm putting together a, a puzzle. Give me a break. You might be behind the reasons why we're actually polarized. Mm-hmm. When you speak crap all the time on the edges, on the extremes, you make it very difficult for the, those of the rest of us to try and get along because we're trying to appease these two different corners of the world. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of us understand and realize that mistakes happen and don't think that Selena Robinson is a racist. And if she was, we would be appalled if she spoke in that manner. And of course, we would demand her resignation. But so, instead, yeah. we are being driven by the edges. And it is at our own demise. So based on what uh, Sarah is saying, Leah, do you, do you think David Eby had an obligation to his colleague, uh, to a minister in, in the cabinet, to protect uh, 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 Selena Robinson here and say, I'm not going to give in to the mob? Like I said, it's not like the opposition mm-hmm. party, BC United, was asking for uh, her resignation. No, no. The Conservative I, Party of BC wasn't asking for her resignation. No, it felt like he had to act, right? Like yeah, he but who is he? Something. So do you speak to uh, special interest groups, uh, the mob, yeah. a social media mob? I mean, do you think he, should, he had an obligation to, uh, to protect her and not give in to this pressure? I think he should have protected her myself. I think he should have. I don't think he should have caved because if we know anything, anything about mega, we may, you know, in the States about Donald Trump, we know what kind of bases like that can do on social media. So I think he's probably looking in terms of social media and not getting hate and, and making sure he does something about it when he really should have supported her, I think. I think he could but have that said, is you know what cow- I know like, her. This is exactly what I'm saying. This is cowering to a, yeah. a corner, right? Exactly. And this is why yeah. we're, this is why Trump is on the rise again because you've you've got like the United States right now that couldn't pass a border bill because Donald Trump said he didn't want it passed because he wants it to be an issue for their federal election yeah, in November. Yeah, for his election. This yeah. is what is happening and we are being run by the corners and not by the vast amount of people in the middle who are tired mm-hmm of like these, you know, crappy social issues and using wedge issues, like using the LGBT community or any other community to drive a wedge between people. It's not necessary. No. Most of us want to get along. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's Absolutely. pretty simple. Yeah. No, no politician, not many of them have had the guts to come out and say, I support the center. This is where I sit and I'm not going to kowtow to the far left or the far right. You're right. We're playing to the edges and that's where our politics is right now. And I'm not yeah, sure how we're going to... it shouldn't get, be. It shouldn't be. You know, it should not no. be. Yeah, she should have done a better job in um, uh, yeah. talking about she that issue, especially in this heightened um, heightened You apologize, which she did. Yeah, and she should have apologized and that's it. it. The woman, it's not like, it's not like she was, you know, going out there and, and saying horrible things added venitum about the other com- other communities, like the Muslim community, anything like that, that was never the case. 
She said mm -hmm. something and worded it very foolishly, which she has acknowledged. Case closed. If we were talking about this 10 years ago, we wouldn't be talking about this 10 years ago. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the whole yeah. point. Is Thank you got to 2016 that. and Trump, and then you brought yeah. in COVID and all the you know absolutely. vaccine stuff and all that kind of stuff. And here we sit today, and we've got politicians taking advantage of it, and there is a reason why we're polarized. So don't tell me that you're surprised you know, other parties that may be running federally, that the country is divided because congratulations, you did it yourself. <laughs> there you go. But you yeah. know what does unite us? <laughs> Our hatred of private parking lots. Uh, a gentleman named Wes Schellenberg uh, is from Abbotsford and he was fined $145 by Easy Park uh, and he never paid, but looks like he had some trouble uh, because the machine was broken. So that's why he didn't pay. Uh, Global BC's Janet Brown covered his story. Take a listen. Wes Schellenberg and his wife drove into this parking lot on Glover Road back on December 15th. After parking, Wes says the ticket machine was out of order and he pointed out the problem to two parking lot attendants. And they said there was another one up by the street. So Wes went to the second machine to try and purchase a parking ticket. It just came up declined every time. So. I tried it like three, four times. As he was walking back to his car to move it to a different parking lot. I noticed that there was a ticket on my windshield already. Um, we had only been here maybe four or five minutes. Wes says then one attendant told him not to worry about it. The one guy turned around and took the ticket off the windshield and said, oh, okay, then I'll tear it up. This is what I got in the mail. Despite being told the ticket would be torn up, Wes got a fine for $145. In a statement, Easy Park says, we have investigated parking activity for December 15th, 2023, and found no issues with the meters on site. Our contracted security enforcement team is not authorized to take back any violations once they have been issued. Easy Park also says signs are posted advising of four other payment methods using mobile apps. Seniors have different levels of comfort with different things as far as technology. I'm not comfortable with that. So the question is, Leah and Sarah, would you pay? Leah, let me go to, your, uh, go to you oh. first. Have you had any challenges with these private lots? So I have a story just literally like maybe three weeks ago. I went to a, an area in Guilford. It's not, you don't pay to park, but it's parking for, you know, like the shopping area, not the mall, but like the little shopping area, right? Where mm -hmm. there's Tim Hortons and little stores. So I go in and I pull in and I park, I get out and my friend, she texts me that she's down the street because we were meeting. And so I get out of my car, walk down the street to her to get in her car. And then we pull into the parking lot, but we go closer to the shops. I get back in my car. I didn't notice I had a ticket until the next day because they put it on my window on the right side. And I got a ticket and it even had my license picture on it. They gave me a ticket a minute after I left. So they sit in their cars and watch you. So I complained and I put in a complaint. I said, I actually was shopping there. I got in my friend's car so we could go closer to the store. Haven't heard back from them in their private parking place too. And I'm like, I, I looked online and everybody says the same thing. They sit in their cars. They sit and watch people because odds are people are going to pay the ticket, right? So they're kind of playing an odds game. So most people will pay. Some will complain and then they don't pay, right? So they're playing an odds game. That's all that it is. So this topic is very, very frustrating to me right now. <laughs> I can now. tell. Sarah, what about you? Have you have you ever gotten those parking uh, tickets from these private lots? I, I I guess I don't really go anywhere interesting that I'd need a private lot. <laughs> thank heavens. 
Um, but, but, oh, but, but you, I mean, like, let's face it. It's me. If this happened to me, you know what would happen. Oh yes. I mean, it would be on full blast and it would be, you would, they would rue the day that, that this, but I I mean, I understand that they're trying to make a living and everything like that, but it's just like, it's the same thing as like with tow trucks, right? You know, they, Mm -hmm. they just wait, um, the, the tow trucks are all lined up at three o'clock in the afternoon, just waiting. And, you know, somebody's running out of the, out of the store trying to get back. And at literally at three Oh one, your car is gone. You know, there's, there's no grace. There's no anything like that. It's, I guess they must get bonuses for the, the most tickets that they hand out. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like, we always used to be suspicious about how at the end of the month people got police officers to be police officers, speeding (laughs) tickets seem to be more of a thing. It's like, is there a quota? Is they do have a quota? know about? (laughs) I know. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. Now, Paul Doroshenko, who is a traffic uh, lawyer uh, with Acumen Law, uh, spoke to Rob uh, Fay yesterday about this situation. Take a listen to his comments. You know, historically, one of the things that I've done, and it's been a very few times, but it's over the course of my life, is I've written a check for the cost of the next hour's parking, right? So say you go and you pay to park and you end up five minutes over uh, the time that you've got, and I've come back and I get a ticket, I've written a check to that company and said, this is the, the actual damages or the next hour's parking. Um, and it's fair <laughs> for you to, to get that. And it's, you know, uh, inconvenient for me, but I didn't expect to be beyond the time period. And they've cashed the check. And I know some people have done that written with a letter uh, and the company's written back and said, no way. Um, but in a case <laughs> like this, really, like you contact the company and usually in the form of a letter or an email, uh, I like the formality of a letter. Uh, if it's to save $145, you know, it might be worth writing a letter to them and saying, this is what happened. Maybe that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Who has the time? Who wants to write a letter, right? I would be fine to write a letter or an email or anything else like that, except for the fact that half the time you can't find an address or you can't find an email. It's There is nothing. It's just like send this money to like, you know, XYZ. And if you try calling, you get somebody who's like clearly like, you know, may have fallen on their head several times in the last hour and, you know, is literally not interested whatsoever in helping you in any way, shape or form. You know, it's it's kind of like, you know, it's almost to save any more time on it. It's how much is my time worth is like, you know, one hundred and twenty five dollars worth five hours of my time. I don't know. But then then if if they win for this, I get furious. Yes. So, <laughs> if you get so many tickets, guess what? Change your drive your license plate because they only have it by license plate. Really? So there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's Just smart. No, that's all you have to do. Change your it, license does plate. It, does it? Does it cost a lot to your info? Does it cost a lot to change your? Forty bucks or something like that. Is it really? Forty bucks. Yeah. That's well, that's it. smart. Change your license plate. Yeah. So, I, there you that's go. actually probably true because <laughs> I, I I know I it certainly is. know that with uh, you, with ICBC your the, your license plate would be attached to anything that was government issued tickets like a police ticket or anything else like that. Yes. But for private lots, they would I unless they you, only they get your license plate. That's it. Well, if they'd have your license plate, if they can find you and everything like that, they may come after you later and go after your credit rating, put a, do something like that. That's the only problem, right? But you can repark there again they with a new license. <laughs> but, if they were, but, but here's so the thing go. is, if they, if they would just actually, you know, if you'd like to dispute the ticket, here's your time frame exactly, and here's your phone number or email, that yeah. would just make life, it just, just give us a chance to actually have a conversation and don't incentivize your employees. Yeah. By sending them out there yeah. like Although, a bunch of piranhas waiting to strike. I have yeah. read that it doesn't impact your credit rating. I have to, we'll look it into that for next it week. It doesn't yeah. impact. See, no. Leah says that with such authority like she's done it and changed her license. I know that. <laughs>
and can never find Leah's car in a parking lot. There you go. I keep changing my license plate, all right? There you go. Leah, Sarah, thank you. Happy weekend, weekend.